October 22nd, Memorial of St. John Paul II, Pope. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The earth is full of the goodness of Christ. He feeds his lambs and guards his sheep. He walks abroad as the shepherd of souls and gathers all into his keep. We know the voice of our pastor, the Lord. He calls our names eternally. Our hearts rejoice at the word that he speaks, and I know mine, and mine know me. When danger comes, all the hirelings will flee, but Christ remains to guard our sleep. When evil comes, the good shepherd of souls lays down his life to save his sheep. We shall not want, for our pastor is Christ. He makes us lie in fields of grace. We're shorn of sin and refreshed by his love, we gaze in prayer upon his face. If anyone wishes to be first, he must become the last and the servant of all. O Lord, your strength gives joy to the King, how your saving help makes him glad. You have granted him his heart's desire, you have not refused the prayer of his lips. You came to meet him with the blessings of success, you have set on his head a crown of pure gold. He asked you for life, and this you have given, days that will last from age to age. Your saving help has given him glory. You have laid upon him majesty and splendor. You have granted your blessings to him forever. You have made him rejoice with the joy of your presence. The king has put his trust in the Lord. Through the mercy of the Most High he shall stand firm. O Lord, arise in your strength. We shall sing and praise your power. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. If anyone wishes to be first, he must become the last and the servant of all. When the Prince of Pastors comes again, you will receive from him an unfading crown of glory. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to make music to your name, O Most High, to proclaim your love in the morning and your truth in the watches of the night, on the ten-stringed lyre and the lute, with the murmuring sound of the harp. Your deeds, O Lord, have made me glad. For the work of your hands I shout with joy. O Lord, how great are your works! How deep are your designs! The foolish man cannot know this, and the fool cannot understand. Though the wicked spring up like grass, and all who do evil thrive, they are doomed to be eternally destroyed. But you, Lord, are eternally on high. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. When the Prince of Pastors comes again, you will receive from him an unfading crown of glory. My good and faithful servant, come and share your master's joy. See how your enemies perish. All doers of evil are scattered. To me you give the wild ox's strength. You anoint me with purest oil. My eyes looked in triumph on my foes. My ears heard gladly of their fall. The just will flourish like the palm tree and grow like a Lebanon cedar. Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God, still bearing fruit when they are old, still full of sap, still green, to proclaim that the Lord is just. In him, my rock, there is no wrong. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. My good and faithful servant, come and share your master's joy. You will hear the word from my mouth. You will tell others what I have said. A reading from the letter of the Apostle Paul to Titus. The bishop, as God's steward, must be blameless. He may not be self-willed or arrogant, 
a drunkard, a violent or greedy man. He should, on the contrary, be hospitable and a lover of goodness, steady, just, holy, and self-controlled. In his teaching, he must hold fast to the authentic message, so that he will be able both to encourage men to follow sound doctrine and to refute those who contradict it. There are many irresponsible teachers, especially from among the Jewish converts, men who are empty talkers and deceivers. These must be silenced. They are upsetting whole families by teaching things they have no right to teach, and all for sordid gain. As for yourself, let your speech be consistent with sound doctrine. Tell the older men that they must be temperate, serious-minded, and self-controlled, likewise sound in their faith, loving, and steadfast. Similarly, the older women must behave in ways that befit those who belong to God. They must not be slanderous gossips or slaves to drink. By their good example, they must teach the younger women to love their husbands and children, to be sensible, chaste, busy at home, kindly, submissive to their husbands. Thus the word of God will not fall into disrepute. Tell the young men to keep themselves completely under control, nor may you yourself fail to set them good example. Your teaching must have the integrity of serious, sound words, to which no one can take exception. If it does, no opponent will be able to find anything bad to say about us, and hostility will yield to shame. You must have at heart every member of the flock, for the Holy Spirit has made you their shepherds. You must rule over the church of God which he made his own through the blood of his Son. The great quality of a steward is to be faithful to his duty. You must rule over the church of God which he made his own through the blood of his Son. A reading from a sermon by St. Leo the Great, Pope. Beloved, I am both weak and lazy in fulfilling the obligations of my office. Whenever I try to act with vigor and devotedness, the frailty of our human condition slows me down. Yet I share in the ever-present atoning work of that almighty and eternal High Priest, who is like us and yet equal to the Father. He brought the Godhead down to our human level and raised our humanity to the Godhead. Rightly, then, do we rejoice in what he established. For though he delegated to many shepherds the care of his sheep, he has not ceased to watch over in person the flock that is dear to him. It is from this ultimate, inexhaustible source of security that we have received strength in our apostolic task, for his activity is never relaxed. The powerful foundation upon which the whole structure of the church rests is never shaken by the weight of the temple that presses upon it. That faith which Christ commended in the Prince of the Apostles remains forever unshaken. And, just as Peter's faith in Christ endures, so does Christ's foundation upon Peter. The structure of truth persists. Blessed Peter retains his rock-like strength and has not abandoned the helm of the church which he took over. Peter is called the rock. He is declared to be the foundation. He is made doorkeeper of the heavenly kingdom. He is made judge of what is to be bound or loosed, and his judgment remains valid even in heaven. In these various ways, he is assigned a rank above the others. By reflecting on the hidden meaning of these titles of his, we can come to appreciate how close he is to Christ. In our day, he carries out his trust over a wider field and with greater power. He attends to every department of his duties and responsibilities in and along with him who gave him that dignity. And so, if I do anything well, 
if my judgment is sound, if I obtain anything from God's mercy by my daily prayer. All this is due to the achievement and the deserts of Peter. It is his power that lives on in his sea. It is his prestige that reigns. This, beloved, is the outcome of that profession of faith which God the Father inspired in the Apostle's heart. That declaration rose above the doubts of all merely human opinion and took on the solidity of a rock unshaken by any outside pressure. For in the worldwide church, every day Peter declares, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God, and every man who acknowledges the Lord is enabled to proclaim what those words mean. Jesus said to Simon, I tell you most solemnly that you are Peter, and I will build my church upon this rock foundation, and the powers of hell will not overcome it. For all eternity, God's church stands firm, and the powers of hell will not overcome it. Let us pray. All-powerful and ever-living God, you called St. John Paul II to guide your people by his word and example. With him we pray to you. Watch over the pastors of your church, with the people entrusted to their care, and lead them to salvation. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Let us praise the Lord and give him thanks.